Well, good morning to you. It's been a while and um, I'm here uh, to to share this with you. I've said this before on the podcast uh, and I will say it again. I love podcasts. It I love doing podcasts um, because I got to be honest, a lot of my uh, what I feel uh, compelled to share in um, spending time with God is um, and, and spend a lot of quiet time is is is. Uh, life changing, and I know that. Um, is meant for me to share. Uh, and so I love podcasts because I can just hop on my microphone and press record and begin a podcast. I also love it because um, oftentimes for me, I am a, um, I guess you would call it fluid person. Well, I guess we all are, right? What is it? 70% of us is water. But what I mean by that is that I like to go with the flow and um, I'm very intuitive. So I don't always like to overly prepare um, unless I'm doing like classes or workshops or healing sessions. Um, I'll have an outline for that. But um, just like straight from the spirit or just straight from my heart uh, that I feel like, oh, this is good. I feel compelled to share this and I, you know, and I do so. Um, That's why I love podcasts. Third reason why I love doing podcasts is because um, I don't have to dress up. <laughs> I could just start talking and uh, it it feels more organic to me. I like it. Um, sometimes I have special guests that I'll um, bring on the show. Uh, but overall, this is just me sharing my uh, message to the world that I believe I've been called to share um and um uh it's been one amazing ride uh filled with so many different um ah, wow so many different emotions so many different revelations so many different uh fabrics and and different things and energies is this happening that's that's that I personally encountered and just as the collective, you know, it's it's been a lot. The world is going through a whole bunch, right? It seems as though what has been in front of us or what is in place in front of us in uh through social media, um just that the um with the pandemic and things changing in our lives and um um, you hear just the injustice of things that's happening on in the world with Ukraine. And then, then we have the pandemic and then, um, we just have so many, so much, so the list goes on and on. Right. And so a lot of, um, a lot of that can be very bombarding. Um, it can be very, um, distracting and it can also build uh just a lot of anxiety um I, I i felt led to just come on this platform uh to bring a voice um to your soul 
to to bring a voice to your soul. Um, sometimes we can have so much information that's downloaded to us, so much stuff that we read, right? So many things that are transitioning and happening on in the world, so much energies and and um, you can get caught up in so much of the web of the, the noise. And um, being an empath that I am, I and 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 a healer. Um, we all are healers, by the way. Um, we have the ability to heal ourselves um, through um, my experience, through spending time with God, through um, allowing yourself to feel, and that has been a constant reminder of myself. To feel, to listen, to know when to draw back, to give myself a whole lot of grace, which was what I didn't do before um, my encounter that I had with God when I awakened. Um, I did not um, give my feelings a voice. I didn't give my feelings um, a voice. And it's important to give your emotions, to give your feelings a voice. We're taught that that's not okay. I know I was taught that. And I have um, cultivated and learned that In my quiet time, it is okay to have a moment of crying where you feel sad, to have a moment where you feel overwhelmed. Just the other day, yesterday, I um, went for a walk. And as I went for a walk, I allow my emotions and my feelings. I talk to myself. I do. And (laughs) I have, uh, I'll give you a little side, a secret. I put the earphones, you are totally going to judge me, but it is what it is. Or maybe you're not, maybe you won't, or maybe you do the same thing. I don't know, but you about to hear it. <laughs> I um, will put earphones in my ear oftentimes, so I won't make it seem like I'm a crazy person walking down the street. <laughs> um, And so I'll put earphones, but Sometimes I don't have music going on. I'll put earphones to portray like I'm listening to music or talking to someone on the phone. But most of the time, it is me talking, getting my feelings out, getting what I have to say out. Most of the time, it is me talking to God. And I have been through a lot. And when I mean a lot, I just mean I have, yeah, exactly that. I've, I've been I've been through a lot of growth, expansion a whole lot of healing, um, a whole lot of transformation internally and externally, and it continues to grow, but it does not negate the fact that I don't have a moment of feeling extremely sad. It does not have a, take away the fact that I have moments where I um, feel in my heart the feeling of hurt or the feeling of, you know, that feeling of hurt that will come up and I give it a voice. You know, it's never, never, um, 
negate your ascension process with um you will never have a moment of of feeling sad or you'll never have a moment of feeling depressed i used to think that and i still have to remind my my brain and give myself permission um i used to think that uh, ascension process or you know you would <laughs> i would see when i was going through uh my awakening i would see these images of like, you know, like you have the, the, the gurus. We, <laughs> what comes to mind when you think of guru? What comes to mind when you think of guru? What comes to mind to, for me when I think of guru? So I think of like Gandhi sitting in like this Indian style. And uh, I see like all the, the bright lights around him and like he's just untouchable, right? <laughs> That's what I think when I think of a guru. But we all have an inner guru within us, right? There, so 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 there was a lot of what I mean by that is there was a lot of um, uh, I, I guess you would call unrealistic expectation that I had of um, what the ascension process meant. I thought that ascension process meant that you um will reach a point where you never have problems, <laughs> and that, <laughs> or you're never going to have a moment where you feel bad or sad or depressed or frustrated or aggravated um no and um quite interesting it's similar to you know it's similar to just how we perceive how I perceive things like um I used to perceive uh, one of my loved ones who was a very strong um male figure in my life and I viewed this person of of uh never of always being strong and perfect <laughs> of always being strong and perfect can you imagine that viewing somebody like that that's how i did i've also just viewed um a particular loved one like that like never having a bad day or um always being the hero and and never um um being imperfect you know, or never showing their scars. Interesting, right? Um, so even when I, uh, growing up when, uh, gr- growing up in church or when I would go to these mega churches and I would see these, um, you know, just prolific speakers, uh, with the nice suits and, you know, was able to get, get the crowd going. Um, just in my mind, I, I just perceive them as, always hearing from God, very upright, assertive, um, always having the right things to say, the right words to say. Um, And so when I found myself growing and ascending um, and I would have these moments or these trigger moments or when I, I would consider myself a resilient person, but in the past, my resiliency was very imbalanced, meaning that uh, I would never allow myself to exhale. Imagine that. The only, literally, I would never allow myself to exhale, and because um, exhaling was a, um, a form of um, laziness in my eyes. It was a form of giving up. It was a form of just all these different complexities that I thought. And um, 
And so I really had a hard time. And I, I would think since I had a moment of sadness or a moment, it would, I would just stay there for a very, very long time. And I would stay there and try to hurry up and get and try to get rid of it. And um, the truth is that I remember my coach, uh, Letitia Stiles, had said that it's as you grow, as you ascend, as you expand, the same thing recycles itself. It repeats itself, right? When meaning that you're still going to have the same um, um, fears. The same fears will reapproach itself. The same hurts will reapproach itself, right? It will still come. It will come to you, but you just have a. It's not. And it's not to say that you're not going to not react to it or not respond to it. It's more about what you've learned, what you've ascended to, that allows you to have uh, a brighter perspective of it. But it doesn't. It will not negate or take the take the fact that you won't cry, that you won't have moments of feeling sad, that you won't have moments of feeling frustrated, that you won't have the moments of where oftentimes your emotions might be all over the place. It doesn't negate that. You just have a brighter, a different perspective on it, a different energy about it, but it doesn't mean that it will not come again. So it will. it's like a, a spiral that, you know, as you keep ascending and keep going, those fears will still come. Right? But as you grow, as you ascend, as you expand, you have a different perspective on it. So let's take away, always remind ourselves, let's take away this um, unrealistic uh, image, ideology of how we're, here we go, supposed to be. And um, trust yourself. It's all about uh, trusting yourself. Trusting yourself does not mean, and it comes with comes through time, it comes through listening and expanding, it comes through, from my experience, spending time with God, listening to the Holy Spirit, as a comforter, as the as the voice of truth, right? That comes with practice. Yeah? That comes with practice. That comes with leaning in. That comes with that. That comes with allowing uh, learning some stuff. For me, alert I'm learning a lot of stuff. <laughs> Mainly a learning unlearning the pressure of what or who you think you have to be and simply uh, leaning more into the alignment of being right that comes with practice that comes with trust that comes with leaning in that don't come overnight it don't it don't <laughs> The shifting happens once you say yes, right? But what I mean by it doesn't happen overnight, meaning that um, there is a process, there's a rebooting that takes place, uploading, 
releasing, expanding, pruning. All that comes into play. But you can trust yourself because God lives there. That's where the spirit lives. There has been so many things that has happened in my life lately in a good in a in a in, in a very when I say good way, very rich way. My emotions have been all over the place at times. And I don't mean that in a bad way. I'm just saying what it is. I've ha- I've I my emotions have not been the most positive. I've just given a voice to it and allow it to come out. I think it's healthy. I just think it's healthy. Now, from my experience, do I think it's healthy to let it out on your loved ones? Let it out on your spouse? Let it out on your people that you love? Let it out on your, you know, let it out on people? No. Um, What I have found to be the most productive, and that is to let those type of emotions out between you and God. Between you and God. Um, God is the ultimate comforter. And friend. And then there's no judgment line. There's no exchange of words that are hurt or struck. I believe that there is a fine line between sharing your truth with someone. And and there is a level of vulnerability that one must have, right, with the other and with yourself. But what I mean of, of letting all of it out, um, from my experience, it's been most effective when I am with myself and when I talk to God. So this is my, my experience. Um, in that, I have heard so much clarity in speaking from my heart, in speaking what what is going on. If you ever have a conflict or something that you will want to get off of, of your chest with someone that you love, with a coworker, with someone, and it's it's pressing on your heart, my suggestion from experience is because that can sometimes be tough or hard, but my suggestion from experience. Um, is to uh, go to God first. Go to God first um, and listen to the instructions and heed to it. (laughs) Heed to it. I can't tell you how many times I have um, I have gone to God. God has given me the answers and the answers wasn't to my liking <laughs> or I was like, ah, I can come with a better solution. And I have ignored that instruct instructions or marching orders. And um, I've allowed myself to get in my own way and I've bumped my own head and I've bumped my own head a whole bunch of times by doing that. And it wasn't really until recent times that I have finally, in simple terms, listened and, and heed to what spirit answers tells me to do. And it definitely 
goes against um, my old self. Uh, I recently was praying about a particular um, uh, matter and the answer that was given to me, um, my old self would have been so restless with <laughs> with that answer. I would have been like, that doesn't make sense. Um, that don't calculate right. Do you know my current situation, current circumstance? That don't calculate right. So that's nice that you gave me that solution, but I'm about to try this real quick. <laughs> and I've tried it. And in trying it, I bumped my head a whole lot of times, a whole bunch of times. I would honestly say to you that I would say the first uh, what is it, five years, four to five years on the journey, I was trying to do both, meaning I was trying to um, do things my own way while surrendering to God. Ain't that an interesting combination? <laughs> and what I mean, do things my way. I mean, I mean, uh, what I mean by that is doing things how I think things should be for myself. And a lot of it, uh, th- a lot of that came from a lack of trust, um, survival mode. It was a survival mentality that I lived for many years. Um, our brains are naturally wired that way. Um, I talk about that and uh, when I teach. Uh, I have one particular program that I'm teaching, a 12-month program, how to heal the internal and external weight. Um, yeah, that's a 12-month program if you're interested in that. Uh, it's It really dives dives really, really further deep into it. I can send you more information about that. Um, you guys know how to reach me. I'm all I'm on I am on all the platforms, but um it's on my website, um caminite.org, of course, the WWW, right? Um but but anyway, I um I have learned in before when doing things my way, I have done things based out of not the alignment of God. I've done things based out of, like I said, survival mode. I have done things based out of fear, lack of trust. Those are the three main things. I'm sure there were other, you know, detailed uh, reasons, but um, mainly due to lack of trust, mainly, mainly, mainly mainly due to fear, right? But in particular, lack of trust. And not only lack of trust, um, uh, but um, just survival mode. I do believe that that was an upbringing, right? That was a learned behavior from upbringing. And there was a lot of, a lot of unlearning and releasing that I had to do. And so, as I stated before, I got tired of operating out of that energy and operating out of that alignment uh, because I recognize that over and over again, even though it was 
satisfying the instant gratification of me, satisfying, satisfying that, uh, satisfying that part of my brain, survival mode brain, um, I recognize that I wasn't progressing in truth. And when I mean progressing, I wasn't expanding consciously. I was um, rocking in the chair back and forth. And while staying in tune, doing my best to stay in tune to the channel of God. But I was still holding on to that former attachment. Are you following me? And you can't carry both. I didn't know or understand how to trust God in that level of consciousness, that level of dimension. I didn't. Because it didn't make sense to my former identity or my learned identity that I mentioned earlier. It didn't make sense to that that identity, that part of me. It didn't make sense. It didn't coddle my survival mode, my fears, my lack of trust. It didn't, it didn't coddle that. And so I, for so long, had coddled lack of trust. For so long, had coddled um, my fears. For so long, had coddled... And made it okay to say that I can't trust for so long. And um, I was still trying to um, validate that. Meaning give it a reason why I should still hold on to it. (laughs) That's so good. That's worthy writing down. But it's true. I was doing my best to give my reason for why it should be validated for me keeping it and holding on to it. So when I would say when the ropes, when I had I, I let go of the ropes, the ropes of my fears and I fully surrendered. I let go and I let God. Does that mean that I don't have moments, like I mentioned earlier, of giving those emotions a voice? No. Doesn't mean that. I give my emotions a voice as I ascend. Giving your because you because you still have that part of you, right? That part of you that still wants to survive is still needed, right? You still need to know when to eat. You still need to uh, uh what was it? what is the, are the basic survival skills, right? Um, eat, sleep, drink, and sex. And I believe what is a I don't know. There's another, but those are the right the basic right survival skills. So you need that. So to say that it, it, it just needs a balance, right? But as we ascend, we need to give those emotions a voice. And as we give that a voice, 
That's how we grow. This is real. It's a lot of stuff that happens. It's a lot of stuff that goes on in the world. And once again, especially if you're a healer, which we all are, let me reiterate that. But if you're in the if you're in been called to the duty of service to help folks um see the healer within themselves, right? To go to God themselves to be sovereign over themselves, right? To teach people how to fish and not you fish for them. Um, To do those, you have to, speaking from experience, um, I have to be true to myself. I, I have to, I had to learn how to be gracious to myself. How to tell myself that it was good to experience joy and love and pleasure. It was good to grow and expand. It's good to believe and be in the alignment with what God showed you. It's good to call that in. And also, on the days when you feel bad or sad, it's okay. To give that a voice. I think balance is key. When I think of balance, I also think about my weight loss. Right? Lost over 70 pounds. But I've gained some pounds back. I'm learning how to navigate that and have a balance with that. Right? Um, to have balance. Do you hear what I'm saying? To give yourself a voice, to give your body a voice, to have balance and to listen. To listen. Got to be able to listen. Got to be able to listen. I said earlier, it's good to have wise counsel, but at the end of the day, you got to go to God for yourself. And it's true. It's just true. Got to be able to go to God for yourself. It's true. And it's necessary. And it's needed for you. So I hope that everything that I've shared, I I just want to recap. I talked about giving your emotions a voice, good and bad, good and bad. But but I really want to talk about the, I wouldn't say bad per se, but the emotions that um, are considered um, emotions that will feel heavy or sad, right? It's good to give that a voice, good to give your your feelings of frustration, a voice. I share with our girls often. Give it a voice. Give it a voice. The mama bear in me wants to fix it for them, but I'm like, no. I want them to be able to learn because that's how I learned. And I found that to be the most effective. Give it a voice. Give it a voice. It's how we seek clarity. It's how we seek truth. Give it a voice. It's okay. It's okay. 
Thanks for tuning in. All right, you guys. Bye.